This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this special edition of the Rockcast podcast, where we are going behind the scenes with a person to learn more about someone on the Spark team and what they do. And uh, this is an excellent time for us to introduce Robin, who many of you will have just met at the conference and who has put a lot of effort into that one-time event. So I think this time of year is the perfect time to have a conversation with Robin. If this is Robin, does that make you Batman? I've never been compared to Batman in mm. my life. Batwoman? Also, no. <laughs> mm. Okay. A uh, superhero, though. That. She does have a cape. I don't wear it very often. She kind of trips on it. <laughs> That's an excellent point. It's the clumsy cape. Welcome, Robin. Hi. We see Robin's chipper face in the office every day. In fact, Robin is the one who takes such good care of us that we can do things like go to a conference and talk to people and not just fall apart here in the Phoenix area on a daily basis. Um, she puts a lot of effort into keeping us um, sane and fed and supplied. Sugared up. Sugared up. Lots of candy. Yes. Yes, that's right. Robin, why don't you tell us a little bit about the many, many hats you wear here? Um. Okay, well... Uh, I do a lot of the office stuff, just keeping everything running, the accounting, um, the purchasing, the data integrity, the um, keeping the kitchen stocked so you all have plenty to eat and drink, um, some of the events, just a little bit of a little taste of everything, I think. I think taste is the right word, too. If you've come to a master class and you know the spread that is put out at the master class, that's 100% Robin. If it were up to just John and I, we'd be like, sit down, be quiet, get some water. <laughs> what do you mean you want something to drink? It's <laughs> a drinking fountain outside. That's right. So you can thank Robin for that. Also, you coordinate a lot of things at the conference. So the conference that we all just attended, for instance, um, the food. That was yes. quite a project. Yes. It's it's a lot of work, um, but it gets done every year. It every does. year's different. Yes. We thought we were going to start off with some food trucks, and that changed midway. And right. you just go with what you got and what you can do. And you roll you with just it. Just make sure everybody's fed. As long as they're fed, they're happy. That's right. And the shipping. You coordinated a lot of shipping for us to get things in and coordinated with the sponsors so their items would arrive in the right locations at the right times. Yes. Travel arrangements. Yes. Making sure everybody gets there. Um, yeah. It's a long list. It, there is a long list. It's a little bit of everything. I get to touch a lot of things. That's right. So you've been on staff for almost a year and a half now, right? Yes. And um, when you were hired here, were you anticipating on doing everything that you actually are doing today? Um, well, I had hoped that I would have more to do as time went on. 
And I think that has, I've, I've succeeded yes. at, at that, yes. No regrets. No regrets. Nope. No I definitely boredom. stay busy. I'm not bored. And yeah. You helped us realize that we needed to take some things to the next level growth-wise um, when you came in and started working in like our accounting process. We needed to change some things there that accommodated our current size and, and the types of transactions that we did and some other things like that. So I think that helped. Yeah. To. The growth. Yes. There's always change. Always change. Yeah. You have to adjust. So what were you doing before you discovered Rock? Um, I was actually in the accounting department at Acura. Yes. So just happened to, although I liked the job, didn't like the hours. I was working mm-hmm. late hours and happened to run into a mutual friend of Emily and I's at the grocery store one night about 7.30, and she said, are you just now getting home from work? And I said, yes. And she says, you need to call Emily. I think they're looking for somebody. And we had just opened a position. Yes. So I did, and here we are a year and a half later. And coincidentally, the um, your previous uh, job location was just down the street from us. Yes, yep. just, just a funny. couple miles. Mm-hmm. And I- ironically, the lady that you were talking to is the <clears throat> person who introduced Emily to us oh, way that's back. Right. Yes, she's the yes. connector. Wow. She she's the connector. is. Yes, she knows everybody and everything. And yeah, I don't. She manages to do that very well. Yeah. Yep. That few degrees of separation or whatever. I think. Laura Moeller is positioned firmly in the middle of most people's connections here in the Phoenix area. <laughs> yes, everybody knows her. That's right. So tell us about an average day in Robin's work life. Well, um, that would include lots of communications, um, data integrity, paying bills, uh, making sure... Every, again, everybody is fed and everybody has what they need. And, um, and that we've entered our hours. That you've entered system. your hours. Yes, I have taken on a lot of payroll responsibilities since I started. So, yes, now I get to hand to uh, kind of harass the staff about their hours. She's the nicest harasser ever. <laughs> I try to do it with a smile on my face so that <laughs> I don't make anybody mad, but I annoy them just enough to make sure it gets done. That is one thing I don't think people know, that we have to track our time every day like so we can build to the right place. And it's quite annoying, but it is needed. So It definitely mm-hmm. is. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that goes along with our status of having a nonprofit and doing additional um, other consulting work for churches. And we just have to make sure everything goes to the right place. It keeps the IRS happy. It keeps billing easy. And it's very important. So Robin definitely helps keep us on track with that. Yeah. Okay. So Robin, I have to know, what is your favorite part about the conference? Meeting the people. The people that we talk to every day. Um, for a year, actually being able to meet them and put a face to the name. And then that it's easier to build that relationship, too, once you've met face-to-face and you can continue it from there. Mm-hmm. It, it is fun to connect with people on email, Slack. We have quite a few ways we yes. talk to people and about a lot of things. but It becomes more personal, I guess, when you've met somebody face-to-face, mm-hmm. I think. I think that's one of my favorites, too. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your after hours? 
My after hours, well, um, I'm married with four children and a grandbaby who just turned a month old today. Oh, that's exciting. So yes, so he's taking up some time. Um, soccer, both of my youngest play soccer. My son plays club, which is he trains five nights a week, even through the summer. So there's really never a break there. It's all year long. So that takes up a lot of time. That's a ton of time. It is. And how do you fun. find time for your instant pots? Well, the instant pot helps us <laughs> stay fed when we have such little time. Because there's no time <laughs> to cook. Yes. Right. Yes. Dinner in an instant. But I do know this about Robin. Somehow you've, you've squeezed time into entertainment, right? Movies? Oh, yes. I do. We do see a lot of movies. That is something that we enjoy. You're our local movie do. buff? Um, I wouldn't call myself a buff, but we do take the time to see those. Yes. You always know which ones to recommend. I'll come check with Robin first, see if it's worth it. Yeah, it's a family thing where we, I don't know, the kids and the husband always have the next couple months planned out based on movies oh. and releases. <laughs> yes. That's why you've always seen the movie like that week that it came out. If we haven't seen it, we can almost rest assured that you have. Um, yes. It used to be when the kids weren't in school that we were there on Friday morning. My husband would take the day off. It was a tradition, and we were like the first ones there. Now that they're all in school, that's a little bit harder. But you, we're usually the first one there on Friday night. Oh, wow. That's cool. And none of us buy any equipment for our kitchen without checking with you first. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, but. Well, I didn't know that was on here. the job description when I started, <laughs> but it, yes. Um, I do like my gadgets. You have to make life easier for yourself. That's true. So. What's next on the kitchen equipment purchase list? <laughs> I, I have know to that know. One. You I do? Know yeah. that one. Yes, John knows that it's one. An air fryer. Yes, because he's waiting to get the, the rundown and the recommendation. Yeah. I've been researching. I'm holding out. Do you have a list of recipes waiting to go once you get one in hand? Um, no, but there are times where I just think, this would be so much easier, and it wouldn't heat up my house in an air fryer. True. Right down to simple things like chicken nuggets or, um, yeah, just things that you can throw in there and not have to turn on the oven. And that's I'm a big all deal about that. In Phoenix, it is a big deal, especially house. in the summertime. Yeah. Yep. Now, s- go ahead. I swear, my um, electric bill last summer went down about thirty dollars a month wow. because I was using my instant pot and not my oven. Well, that thing's hmm. only, only on the for only thing ten minutes. Changed. Right. It's amazing. Yeah, was just that. Yeah, that's right. You're a recent convert, aren't you, Well, Nick? exactly. I was just about to say, if, <laughs> if you follow uh, Robin on Facebook, which I think my wife did, she got connected, and then all of a sudden, I said, yeah, I want an Instapot. Robin says it's awesome, and then Liz got one for me, so it's been great. It's she fun. always finds the, the sale on whatever the gadget is that we all need. How many of us have gotten Instant Pots since you discovered them here? Here? Oh, gosh. I did. John did, Nick did, I Emily did. did. Wow. Um, Amy did. Yeah. David did previously. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett has been, one. I think he came Garrett, with his. But. Yep. So yep, we're just working on Mike and Ethan and, and Garrett. Does yes, Ethan have one? I don't know I don't if know. Ethan has one. I know that he did purchase a food saver based on some of my recommendations. I have two Instant Pots. That's have, a confession. I have two as well. Only one. We're not high Instant Pot users yet. No. Uh, it's yeah. very convenient. It, it is. is. It's yeah. a little intimidating until you get in the hang of it, I think. 
I must maybe I'm doing something wrong because I just <laughs> throw it all in there, close it, hit the go button. Ten minutes later, it's done. That's so nice. There you go. Yeah, it's crazy. Define all. Throw it well, all in there. Well, what do you throw all in. I mean, if you if you do a little prep work in advance, like cut up some onions, some garlic, peppers, you have that kind of stuff ready to go for the next couple of days. You you just dump it in and chop up the meat and throw it in and some broth and boom, you got like an instant meal. Mm-hmm. I saw what you brought in for lunch the other day. It looked really good. Yes, it was it was yummy. It was very good, <laughs> and it took ten minutes. <laughs> Instant. It's, I think this might be a commercial. Can we get some like right. um, <laughs> some advertising credits for this? Or we really we should. should. Yeah, we should. Next podcast is going to be brought to you by Instapot. It may be. Give me <laughs> give me a couple weeks on that. <laughs> Do you have I'll any embarrassing you. stories you want to tell? It seemed like you had one that you're dying to say. Um, well, your most embarrassing moment. <clears throat> triggered the memory of my most embarrassing moment and that was when I when I was on staff at CCV and I was working in the children's ministry in the two-year-old building we would get a lot of littles that just cried and cried so I would try to take those under my wing and stick with them while and I would text pictures to the parents letting them know look how wonderful she's doing she stopped crying right away she's having fun well I had one who's Daughter was named Bella. Well, I had sent text messages throughout the service with pictures. So the next day, I went to text my husband and ask him what kind of dog food Bella prefers because I have a dog named (laughs) Bella. Well, it went to the mom of this child (laughs) named Bella that I had 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 in the classes the previous day. So I sent... Mom, a text and said, what kind of dog food does Bella prefer for next Sunday? Wow. Oh, my God. How did you take that? I pretty quickly realized, oh, my goodness, that was to the wrong person. And what are the odds that her daughter's name was Bella? And there's no delete or recall. No, I immediately texted her back and was laughing and explained. And we became friends and we've been friends ever (laughs) since. That's that hilarious. was pretty embarrassing. Yes. Hmm. So it just qualifies. goes to that whole sending the text or the email to the wrong person. Hmm. Yeah. I've done the same thing. I was when I was on staff at CCV actually, I sent a text um to one of the security guys when I was working on a large uh, funeral service that was coming in. And so I had to be in contact with them about different things and I sent a voice text and I said the right thing and it auto-corrected as it was sending. And he was like over six feet tall, really serious former military, like super intimidating, wore his sunglasses inside kind of person. His name was Cody. And it auto-corrected. I'm watching as it goes out and it says, hi, Cozy. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like the least cozy person on the planet. I was mortified. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I got a one line straight least text back and it said, only my wife can call me that. (laughs) (laughs) At least he had a sense of humor about it. At least he did. When I was at CCV, I I had an event that I was hosting. So I had to open and unlock the bathrooms for the event. And at the end, I I was supposed to unlock the bathrooms, but they were already open. So I'm like, that's weird. So I didn't know if I was supposed to lock them. So I decided to text the person back, um, is it okay to, to lock the bathrooms? But it 
autocorrected lock to lick? <laughs> is never. it okay to lick the bathroom? It is never okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I think we're just losing our train of thought here. That, um, I'll answer that. That's a no. Okay. Just no. Just <laughs> we're, that's a no. Yeah. This will be the most interesting podcast we've ever done. Thanks for kicking well, that one off, Robin. Yeah, I think Nick's the only one who hasn't shared his. I I don't think they're safe for <laughs> podcast audiences. Do we have a little bleeper? No, we don't have yeah, those kind I'll, of podcasts. I'll remember one for next time. And <laughs> that sounds it up. good. We'll, we'll tee that up for you. All right. Well, Robin, are there any <laughs> parting thoughts you need to share with us? I don't believe so. Do you want to sing us out? No. Mm-hmm. We always Absolutely end not. with a song. No. <laughs> That's all right. The guest usually s- sings us out. Do they? Yeah. Oh, well, this guest can't carry a tune in a bucket, so. <laughs> That's right. None of the others could either. <laughs> I do remember John has a background in singing. I from do. From his boys' yeah, choir days. boys' choir days. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for putting that out there, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's now out in cyberspace, and our community has access to that. Yes. So maybe you should just plan something at the conference and then I'll just put it to rest right yeah. away. See, something happens, though, in every boy's life. Their voice changes. Oh, that's yep. true. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't the same after. Well, we'll be satisfied with an, a Twitter-released video at some point in the future. Yeah, but because of that little-known fact, <clears throat> and I've been tested on this and proved it right, is I can sing the Russian national anthem, actually the Soviet national anthem, and the Chinese national anthem. And wow. Then, yeah. Someone Back had better listen days. all the way to the end of this podcast to get that little nugget of information right there. Yeah, and I feel like if I ever got stuck in a gulag, I could sing my way out. Oh, you'd be you'd be set. <laughs> yeah. Bring tears. We had Yeah, I'll I'll tell you that story sometime. What a perfect okay. way to end the podcast. It it really is. We've never ended in a gulag before, so I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thanks, Robin, for joining us. And we you look bet. forward to sharing a little more with our about our team with you the next time around. Today's show was produced by Emily Foreman. Nick was our recording engineer who turned the dials and pushed the buttons. Jim Michael handled all the audio post-production mixing. In our amazing show notes, which you can find at rockrms.com slash connect, were transcribed and written up by Michael Garrison. episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com/sponsors. <laughs>